Well, hey everyone, welcome back to Hello Church. I'm Justin Trapp. I'm Wade Beard, and this is episode 59, and today we're talking about creating a preaching team, and specifically, how can small churches create a preaching team in their congregation so that the congregation has an opportunity to hear more voices and you as a pastor, uh, you get to take a break as well as mentor young preachers. So we're going to talk about that. We did a previous episode. Yeah. So today's like a sequel, right? It's a, it's a sequel. A sequel episode. The previous episode released in August. It was it was our blockbuster release. Now this is the next summer release. <laughs> uh, and we talked about why you should have a preaching team. And the question we got is, oh, well, how can I do this? Because I, I'm at a smaller church and there are not many people who can who can preach in my congregation. Yeah, and so what we wanted to do is just kind of give you some helpful tips on how you can actually begin to, you're not going to create a preaching team overnight, mm-hmm. but you can take some steps. You can uh, start implementing a few things that can get you well on your way so that a year mm-hmm. from now, you look back and go, man, I'm so glad I started when I did. Yeah, yeah. It'll give you more rest. It'll help you mentor other individuals. It will allow for people who are experts on a particular topic to talk about those topics in your congregation. And in addition, it will help communicate the idea that preaching the Word of God, the communication of truth, isn't just about one person. Mm -hmm. Um, The authority really comes from the Bible and from Scripture. And so... I think that's an important aspect of it. And like I I mentioned, refer to our old episode for some more reasons about why you should create a preaching team. This is going to be about how you can create a preaching team. Specifically, how can small churches do that? Yeah. So let's let's dive right in. And and the first tip that we have for you is really uh, something to consider for you, Pastor, right? This this starts and begins with you. And Mm. so for you to be able to create... Uh, an effective preaching team, one that works for your church and for you, uh, it really it starts with you. Be- begin with a mindset of uh, of wanting yeah. to to incorporate others. You know, a lot of times, uh, pastors, you, you're used to being the only voice, right? The loudest mm-hmm. voice in the room, so to speak. And your voice is important. I mean, your voice is the most important voice, right? As the shepherd of the church. But, but you have to be open, right? And you have to be willing to incorporate others other voices because here's the thing like wade mentioned earlier when you incorporate other voices there are there are things they they bring uh, other perspectives right mm-hmm. they bring other experiences that enrich your congregation but it also it also makes you better as a communicator because you're able to really really um when you do speak right it really matters like our church we just merged with a, a another smaller church uh, you know, they launched and then a month later COVID hit, right? And so yeah. they, they really, you know, it, it was a little tough for them. And so we ended up merging with them and our pre- preaching team grew, right? And one of the things I've noticed about our lead pastor is when he does communicate now, so he's having to communicate less, he's preaching less, but when he does, that that level of energy, that level of focus is even greater than it was before because he's had some time off, right? And so <clears throat> it, it starts with a mindset. It begins with you. you got to be open to this, and you've got to accept this, and you've got to really, honestly, um, it, it may be a little harder at first because you're incorporating other people. You know, you're, you're trying to build them and develop them. It's going to be a little work, but I promise it's going to pay off. Yeah, and something I think about too is 
you got to have a high standard when it comes to preaching in terms of communicating scripture, right? Uh, I think it's okay sometimes to sacrifice a little bit of finesse in order to mentor young preachers and provide different voices. So you have that high standard for we, we really want to preach God's word, mm-hmm. um, but because I have a young preacher, that might not be as polished as maybe if I were to preach that same sermon. And then I think part of the mindset too, Justin, is just being open to the different the different styles of communication. Sure. And, and being open saying like, okay, I'm this particular style. I need to let others with different styles take the stage as long as they're staying true to the Bible. So if you're more the the teacher, uh, it's okay to let people who may be a little bit more charismatic uh, into the pulpit. If you're more charismatic, uh, be open to letting people who have more of a teaching style uh, on the pulpit. So just really kind of working, I think, with those with those styles and being open to that helps your mindset. And you, you really got to work through that too as you create this preaching team. So, uh, number two, one of the, I think, the most important things you can do that's going to really set you up for success, to be honest mm. with you, is to have a plan. Have a structure in place because yeah. it's a lot harder, right, to add people to your preaching team if you're not very organized. If you aren't organized, you, you're, you're sort of like, hey, Johnny, can you speak um, this Sunday or, or next Sunday? There's, there's not a lot of planning in place. But if you have a, a roadmap, right, a sermon series roadmap, a preaching plan, you can go, hey, uh, I'd like you to take this Sunday here. We're talking about forgiveness you have a great story uh you know your personal testimony i think would be perfect for this week uh the next uh, month or one of the next series we're talking about joy and uh, i think you'd be good for this week here's the passage like if you can sort of plan that out you you, you've done yourself a huge favor right Mm -hmm. Uh, because you've not only uh you have an intentional discipleship plan but you've also enabled them to get ahead, right? Especially if, like, you're a young, if if one of your 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 speakers is the youth pastor or a deacon who has you know maybe taught a small group, but he's never really he doesn't have a lot of experience doing a forty minute presentation to a group of people. They're gonna need a little practice. They're gonna need a little help from you, a little mm-hmm. input, and the the more that they can feel prepared and be prepared over a big picture, I think the better it's going to be. The better it's going to be for you, but it's also easier to add people, right? Just yeah. easier. Yeah, and that's what I appreciate, too. Uh, being a part of the preaching team at our church is when it's planned out in advance. Because as a pastor, right, you set aside time every single week to work on your message. You're like, okay, I haven't really done much, uh, but Monday comes and I've got almost a whole week. I've got six days. And it's, it's like, yeah, that's great. I have enough time. But if someone doesn't preach very often, if you were to call them up on Monday morning and say, hey, can you preach a sermon? It's just like, it's a big deal. And so having that plan is uh, it's so important. And you get to kind of plan out to the big picture and you say, okay, here's how many times I want to preach. Maybe I want to preach like 40 times a year or 35 times. And when you have that calendar, you can just begin placing people in there and begin working on getting those people in. So I think those are some really good general thoughts. 
Uh, now we're going to get into specifically how can small churches do this. You might say, I, I, don't, I don't know if I have anybody. I think the first step is to just start looking, see who stands out. Yeah. Who are those people uh, who've taught faithfully in Sunday school for years, who really know how to divide the truth? Uh, those people who have served week in and week out, those people of integrity. So keep your eyes open for those individuals. And you don't have to identify someone who's ready yet, but someone who has the capacity to be ready because you're going to want to coach them before they ever take the stage. Yeah, I, you know, you're going to want to meet with them personally, one-on-one. You're going to want to learn more of their personal testimony, especially if you don't know them that well. You just know that they've been faithful at the church. Dig, dig a little deeper, right? Uh, dig into their story. Maybe something pops out where you're like, you know what, th- this would be great actually for them to share in this series or in mm-hmm. this piece of content. Um, and, and then maybe pray about you know asking them to, to be a guest speaker and work with them right now we're assuming that this person you at a smaller church you don't have any other speakers really so you're almost trying to develop another speaker mm-hmm. uh, do what you wish someone would have done for you right early yeah, on yeah in yeah ministry. no that's true don't just stick them at the the sunday after christmas come on pastor yeah <laughs> now or as i like to call it national youth pastor sunday yeah <laughs> the sunday after christmas and i like the idea of it might be the first time that you work with this individual, you actually write the sermon with them. Yeah. And so I've seen a number of pastors are like, hey, I want you to preach, here's the topic, or here's the text, go at it. And I think it might be better if you sit down with that person and you just say, let's just read the passage together. Here's some commentaries, let's read from these. Let's share some thoughts back and forth. What do you think about structuring? How do you think you'll structure this message? What do you think the big idea of the text is? What's your specific objective as you're talking about this story or this passage? And you start building it together. They learn how to build a message by working with you. And and that's important. And I will add this, right? I think a great tool uh, is on. is was, seminary right? I knew where you're going with it. <laughs> and I've seen people who are like young preachers that they're trying to figure out how to structure messages, and they're like, "Oh man, like I just fill in, I fill in the structure. I pick which structure I want, whether that's three points or the Andy Stanley method, and I just fill in the blocks, and it helps me break that down. So consider pastor giving them a yeah, tool like seminary, a format, a tool, and saying, "Hey, like." Here's how I want you to build your message, and it's going to be super helpful for them instead of just giving them a blank page and saying go at it. Yeah, and you want to you want to show them kind of your your favorite spots, right? Like where is your favorite place to go uh, find great sermon illustrations? It's probably ministrypass.com, I know, but are there others right that you can share? Obviously, you know, <laughs> um, and, you know, show them your little little tips and tricks, right? The you, the well that you go to for for different ideas. That's going to be helpful. And then you want to work together, right? Mm-hmm. Work together with them, like you've mentioned. Um, let them learn from you. Uh, not only are you helping them on their message, but invite them into your process mm-hmm. as you're working on a message. Uh, invite them into to, to that sermon prep time and and let them see how you do it. And then you talk about it, right? We're, talk about it after the message is delivered. They'll have a brand new perspective on sermon prep and mm-hmm. preaching in general. 
But also you want to meet with them after their message is preached as well. Mm-hmm. Do, do the evaluation. See where they felt like it, you know, they were able to communicate very well. They felt like they did a good job. In other ways mm-hmm. where they felt like you know, they, they could have maybe opened better. They were a little nervous. Talk through those things so that there can, you know, they can recognize those points of improvement. And you know what? You may improve yourself throughout this process. As you're doing yeah. with them, you're going, man, I, I, I actually could have done a better job landing the plane, so to speak, at the end. Instead, I circled the runway for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have them evaluate your sermon with you. Totally. And that's really... Here's another idea I thought was cool, is there are a number of big churches, and probably you probably have big churches in your area, where they have pastors on staff uh, who are teaching pastors. Maybe they're youth pastors or assistant pastors or executive pastors, and they really love to preach, but maybe they preach once every two or three months, maybe twice a year. And it might be that as you get to know the pastor at that church and as you get to know these associate pastors or youth pastors or executive pastors, you could say, hey, I kind of I need somebody to help out. Would you consider loaning this assistant pastor to me once every two months? And so they develop a rapport with mm-hmm. the congregation and it allows that person to preach a little more often to hone their skills and it helps you and in your church that's a kind of a unique idea uh where you can get some more people in and he, he, even if you don't have a lot in your ch- many people in your church who, who necessarily can fill the pulpit yeah and i think too it, it shows great uh confidence on your part to invite another pastor mm-hmm. from another church in the area i think it, it speaks well to, to your leadership yeah. and, and the comfort that you have in, in your role as a shepherd at your church mm-hmm. to have another voice from another church um and so you know i, I think it'd be a great thing for you you know <clears throat> I, I would say this ask your team members to be on the lookout for people that mm-hmm. could be uh, you know developed into a great you shouldn't be the only one sort of uh Talent scouting, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. It, it, make it a, make it a, a, a culture thing with your your core group, where everyone's kind of being on the lookout, and they're like, "Hey, um, uh, you know, this this guy over here has been leading a small group for two years, and we've never given him an opportunity to to speak a message, and he's been leading faithfully, and he's comfortable, at least in front of a small group. Maybe maybe see if there's an opportunity to to stretch them. Mm-hmm, yeah, and two, there's just there are people, uh, college Bible college students who would love to get some experience oh, and yeah. love to just be involved in a church. And, and then I think the last point is, is pray about it. You know, ask God to, to direct you and to help you as you create and you put together this preaching team. And, and really pray about how God can bring in some other voices to help mm-hmm. your church and to say things. We, we all have our blind spots, right? We all have our hobby horses. And if you bring more people in to teach and preach, you'll find that they're going to hit areas you you haven't hit before, or you probably don't hit like you should. So I think that's I think that's important. We have a, a resource we want to give away for free to all of you who are building a teaching team. This is helpful for you as well. It's a preaching evaluation form, and yep. this is a form you can go through with someone to evaluate your preaching. You can go through with someone on your team to evaluate their preaching, your preaching. 
and uh, I think this is gonna be a fantastic resource. So this is in the notes. So if you are on YouTube, you can find it in the notes. You can also find it in the notes on, on Apple iTunes and, and download that. And I'm sure you're gonna be using that in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and so I have two things to say. I know we mentioned seminary earlier. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, one of the things that is really cool about Sermonary, Sermonary is a cloud-based sermon writing platform. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all um, on our platform. And what you can do, so like Pastor, if you have, you're developing a sermon and you want to you know, let them shadow you, so to speak, you can share your sermon link. We have a public link so they can just see um, your notes in action. Or you can actually send them a copy of your message. And if they have a Sermonary account they can import that message directly into the account and they can begin to like adding stuff. Just, oh, yeah. just giving them some, some, some Legos, right? Yeah. Uh, some blocks to, to cool. kind of play around with as they're learning and getting more comfortable with the process. And then two, the second thing, and I'll end with this, is that ministry passing, we've created over 1,200 sermon series. We have a sermon series on every book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And our most popular resource hands down every year are our sermon calendars. They're essentially a preaching roadmap for the year for you. Now we're not writing sermons for you, but we are taking our sermon series and we're it's a it's a thoughtful and intentional discipleship roadmap for your church. And you can take those calendars and you can take a look and go, "Hey, um we have a topical sermon series, so we're going to hit these topics this next year. Um, or maybe you want to do, go more through books of the Bible, which you know cover topics, uh, as you know. And you'll say, hey, let, let's do Philippians. Let's uh, do some of the epistles in the fall. Uh, we have a calendar or a roadmap um, for you to take a look. And again, I say that because I'm telling you that is the easiest yeah. way to start adding people to your preaching team is if you have a plan in place and go, hey, look, I already know what we're going to talk about yeah. for the next 12 months. It becomes a lot easier to add those people. You're, you're merely assigning a slot, right? Uh, it's not something that's unknown or like, hey, we got to get together and figure it out. Like it, It's all there. And the, there is enough room for you to add your own voice right your voice the other pe uh, preaching teams their voices we just kind of give you the framework to begin a roadmap and then from there uh, you can inform the rest of the content we do give you sermon illustrations but i do believe if you want if you're a smaller church and you're wanting to build a preaching team you might want to check out a ministry pass sermon calendar because i believe it's going to be really helpful specifically for this yeah check it out at ministrypass.com and then you can also check Sermonary at Sermonary.com. If you have any takeaways, make sure to use the hashtag HelloChurchPod, HelloChurchPod, and let us know what you think of the episode. If you're watching on YouTube, of course, you can comment. We love reading those comments. We love that feedback. And Justin, next week, mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about creating a sermon series. So if you're thinking through how can I craft sermon series best practices how can the how can 10 commandments of sermon series <laughs> uh we're going to be answering those questions and uh for now uh this is hello church pod thanks for listening adios